Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is October the 16th, and we are finishing another book of the Bible. So join me as we start reading out of the New International Version, starting in Ephesians chapter 5. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality, or of any kind of impurity, or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ in the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Ephesians chapter 6 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. 
honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear, and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them, not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly, as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, Take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, Words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Tychicus, the dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything, so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, and that he may encourage you. Peace to the brothers and sisters, in love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. This concludes our reading for today and concludes the book of Ephesians. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So I am going to just scratch the surface of a major topic. In fact, after this Bible reading plan is over and maybe into the new year, 2024, I would like to do an entire podcast on this topic, but it has to do with women and how they are treated, especially in leadership. There are so many thoughts about how a woman is supposed to submit to her husband and how he's supposed to be the head ruling over his wife. Yet there's a major piece missing in this conversation. So let's just look briefly at chapter 5 one more time. And everybody knows verse 22. It says, Wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. Now I often hear that as something that women are supposed to do to their husbands blindly. 
And then when we talk about husbands, we get that first part. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And so just talking about those two parts of verses, we are often left with this sense that men are supposed to lord over their wives and be the head of them, and women are supposed to just submit to them. Yet, let me draw you to a profound verse that we often miss. It's verse 21 just before this, and it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So before we get to wives submitting to husbands and husbands loving and taking care of their wives, Paul says for everyone just to submit to one another. So when he talks about slaves and masters, when he talks about children and parents and fathers and children, all of it is with this understanding that he is trying to say, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So now the question might be, yeah, but Pastor Michael, it says wives submit, but husbands love. Well, let's think about this for a moment. It says that husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Don't miss what all of that means, that a husband is to love his wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. What greater act of submission is there than submitting yourself to death for another person? Not only that, as the head, it's not lording or ruling over her. It's taking on the responsibility to make her holy and blameless to wash her free of blemish. This is a massively submissive role that Paul is telling men to do. It's not women submit and men love. It's women submit and husbands submit all the more. Their role is to be so submissive that they would actually die for their wives. So don't misread this. This isn't about husbands ruling over their wives. This isn't about wives taking a lowly position in honoring their husband that way. This is what he said in verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So may you find yourself submitting to anyone no matter what, making sure that you're submissive in a way that shows them love, because when you do this, they will understand who God is. And there's only one way that we have the ability to do this. Because the truth is, pride and selfishness and all sorts of other anxieties rise to the surface as we think about submitting to people that we actually don't even get along with. Don't worry, Paul has a solution for this. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And how does he recommend we do this? Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. See, we often think the devil's schemes are making us miss a game we wanted to watch or losing a little bit of money in the stock market or even having some of our possessions taken away or lost. That's not the devil's schemes. That's just the world being the world. What's the devil's schemes? Well, The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to ruin all things. 
And how does he do that? By attacking people, by causing disunity and conflict. It's why we look around the world right now and see so much destruction and hatred. So Paul tells them to put on the full armor that is truth, righteousness, and the readiness of the gospel of peace. And it is all felt through the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Do you understand what those things are about? They are about living godly lives so that other people know who you serve and know the truth of the one who is almighty. This is the most important part of Paul's message. It is that all people should love one another in a way that we're able to represent the Lord. So let me close by looping around one last time to chapter 5, verses 15 through 20. He says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. He's separating the things that are bad, and he's about to give you something that the Spirit leads us to. But we have to be wise. We have to be people that understand what the Lord's will is. This is action on our own part. We must take the work to find out the Lord's will and to be filled with the Spirit. And then once we do, listen to what it helps us do. Verse 19, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those are the things that happen when we are filled with the Spirit. So be filled with the Spirit today, that you will be able to love those that are hard to love, that you'll be able to submit to all people, so that as you do, you show them the God who is able to submit to death on a cross, that we might have life. And as that happens, let salvation come to many. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.